everybody. I'm Johnny T, the Motivational Cowboy. Welcome to my podcast. I am so pumped about today's show. We are going to talk about the COVID-15. What the heck is a COVID-15? Let me tell you. We all know that we haven't worked. Some of us haven't worked in like four months. And you put on a couple extra pounds, maybe like 10 pounds, 12 pounds, 15 pounds. Maybe none. I don't know. But I put on a couple extra pounds, so I bought, brought into the studio with me today from uh, Rochester Hills, Michigan, Mr. Brian Dalton, my buddy that does Ironman competitions, my my high school friend and <laughs> yes, teacher. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love coming here, and I appreciate it. Every time you bring me out here, I'll come anytime you need me. I love it. I love it. And then from... Uh, Huntersville, North Carolina, we got Mr. Hunter Smith in the house. What is going on, buddy? What's up, guys? I'm so excited to be here. Uh, Man, this hey, is uh, always fun. Always fun to be on the show here. Hunter, meet Brian. Brian, meet Hunter. Hunter, how you doing, mister? <laughs> Brian, it's, I've heard so much about you already, so uh, hey. I'm, ex- I'm excited to have some chat with you. That sounds good. Nice. So, Hunter, here's the thing. I mean, I'm looking at you right now to be 20 again, to be 20-something again, <laughs> to have hair, to be thin, to be good-looking. Okay, we're done with the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter, listen, man, I am so glad that you came in and and hung out with us. Um, I want you to tell everybody, you know, in just a couple minutes, how you got your start. Because it wasn't, you know, fitness wasn't your first love. It was actually racing, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm only 24 years old, but I feel like I've been across the board and I've lived 50 years. But um, (laughs) I've I've done so much stuff and been around so many people. But uh, yeah, when I was 12, I started driving race cars. uh, And and that was my career path, so to speak, and uh, raced a little bit, dabbled in NASCAR when I turned 18. Uh, did a few years in that, and then eventually uh, things kind of change, and um, there's a series of events. We, uh, I got out of the, the driver's seat for, on a full-time basis, and uh, I turned to fitness training, and that was uh, my my kind of go-to right after. I was always a big uh, fitness advocate when I was a driver. I was the, the fit driver. I was the guy waking up race day morning, going for a run, um, and all the other drivers thought I was crazy. <laughs> but, um, but, but but when I beat them, they they understood. So um, you know, it just transitioned, and then now uh, I own Fitstop Performance down here in Huntersville, North Carolina, and we focus on training race car drivers. So, so where I, did you grow up? In what state did you grow up in? Because you didn't grow up in North Carolina. No, I did not grow up in North Carolina. Uh, I was born and raised in Wanich, New Jersey. So I okay. <laughs> lived in New Jersey for 18 years and then moved down here and, and made this dream happen. So, so did you uh, actually cool. did you actually uh, pack your car and just decide to move one day? I mean, what what was it one of those stories that you're like, okay, I had enough. I got to try this. I'm young. I got to move to North Carolina because that's where everything's happening. Uh, yeah, it was, it was spot on <laughs> one of those stories. So, um, so when I was, uh, when I was 22, I was working for Planet Fitness. Um, yeah. I had a, a great job at Planet Fitness. I was a director of health and fitness for nine, uh, nine or 10 locations in Northern New Jersey. Um, but it wasn't what I loved and I woke up every day and I was like, this is just a job and I want to, uh, you know, combine some things that I love and that was fitness and racing. So I told my parents, I was like, all right, I'm going to put my two weeks in at planet and then I'm moving to North Carolina. So, um, the apartment that actually I I live in, this is, this is my bedroom. This is my office. So, (laughs) um, 
uh, I didn't look at it. I didn't anything. I just called the place. They had a they had rent that I could afford, and I drained my bank account and moved down here. To make- this <laughs> that is so cool. And that's how I met you. I met you at the racetrack. And I remember you coming and watching some of my uh, interviews and stuff with, with the drivers. And you gave me your card one day. And we've been friends ever since. So I really admire you. And and I admire what you're doing. I, I admire your motivation, your inspiration to do what you love to do. And you found out what to do and how to make money at it at a young age. Now, that all being said... I brought you on the show for a reason. And the reason is, you know, we're, we're going through this COVID thing, you know, and, and I call it the COVID-15. You're talking to your buddy here that, that put on maybe an extra 10 pounds that he didn't want. And, right. and um, you know, you're going to help us and the listeners and the viewers maybe lose a couple pounds. Okay. But before yeah. we do that, before we do that, I, um, I got a message today when I put it out on social media that you were going to be on the show. I got a message from a friend and, um, I want to hear the story about you hitting a deer on your way to Martinsville <laughs> and then had to borrow somebody's car and then literally stalled it out so many times and you almost burn out the clutch. And when I heard this, I'm like, this is not in the can't be true that Hunter can't work a clutch in a car. And it, and it was a beautiful Chevy Camaro. It was yeah. fast. And I was like, wait a second. The guy's fit. He's a race car driver. How can he not work a clutch? Tell me the story, how it went. Uh, see, you could have told me. You could have told me we would have told a hundred stories. This wouldn't have been one that I felt going to come up today. But, uh, but I will say there is a phone call that I have to make after this show. So, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I was on my way to work uh, with clients at the Martinsville NASCAR race last year. Two-hour trip, short trip up the highway, um, and I, most people would say I hit a deer. I obliterated a deer <laughs> uh, it, yeah, I, 70 miles an hour and a, a deer doing 20 in the in a perpendicular it doesn't work out so um you know it uh yeah and i thankful that my best friend greg was able to loan me his car and um it had been uh, it's probably been two or three years since i've driven a stick on a regular basis and uh i can say it's not like riding a bike um so I, you know it's a brand new or it wasn't brand new but it's it's a camaro with uh, you know souped up exhaust and motor and all this stuff so i'm already nervous i i don't want to wreck his car and uh so, but once I got it rolling, we were, we were fine. So, uh, you know, reverse was a totally different story, but it was, um, kind of high and, and whatever. That's but, awesome. Um, yeah. So it is what it is. All right. Well, hey, let's, let's jump into this real quick. And, and, and that is, listen, you have so many clients that are up and coming and some big NASCAR name uh, drivers, you can name them if you want. Um, I don't know if you want me to bring them up, but 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 here's the thing: How do you stay fit and you stay motivated and inspired, knowing that you have to do this for your other clients? Well, I'll tell you what: It's I've always my dad's a mechanic, um, so you know he always made the joke that the mechanic's car is always the most broken, isn't it? Because he's too busy right. worried about everybody else's cars. Um, and I never wanted to feel that way. So I always want to 
kind of be the lead by example to all of my clients. Um, I want them to see me in the shape that I'm in and know that, hey, this guy was a driver and he still trains just as he was going to get right back in a race car tomorrow. So, yeah. um, so I like to kind of, like I said, be that inspiration if I can be to them, uh, but not only to, to my clients, but to anybody, you know, anybody who sees our social media, social media is a wonderful thing if you use it for the right way these days. So uh, for people to see that and be like, wow, this, you know, this guy's killing it and he knows what he's talking about and, uh, and he enjoys it. So, and, and it plays benefits for him. You know, if I get one person to say, Hey, I want to, not necessarily be like that, but I want to have the same positive attitude and the same mindset, you know, then that's a success. Do you have fitness goals yourself? I know that, that, you know, with your clients, you help them set goals for themselves, but do you have goals yourself that, that you set up? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm always looking to uh, set new PRs when it comes to any kind of weightlifting. So, you know, when I was when I was a senior in high school, I weighed 130 pounds, and I just remember going into the weight room with some of my buddies that played football, and if I could bench press 95 pounds, I was happy. So, um, but now now it's a little different. So, uh, you know, now I'm putting up, and and I, I only weigh about 170 now, but uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm able to put up you know 225 pounds for a rep or two. So, um, so I always have those goals. I, I want to be able to, you know, we talked about it a little bit already, but. One of my biggest goals in my entire life, and I have, I have a little bit of time to do this, and I want to do it within the next probably 10 years or so, I would love to compete in a full Ironman. Um, I think that uh, the Ironman or even a full marathon, um, things like that, you know, uh, any kind of heavy triathlon, I would love to get into that kind of stuff. And, well, and the good news go is the good news is you're giving us advice today. But now I yeah. can I have I have a professional right next to me that that has done yes. this. <laughs> yeah, I say I, would, I wouldn't say professional, but uh, no, that's awesome. <laughs> that, that that's a goal. I was going to ask you, and that, and that sounds like you already answered it. Uh, you know, when you're mm-hmm. training, you know, you train your your clients day in and day out. I was curious, how do you? <clears throat> um, how I do lost you, my voice. You <laughs> lost your voice. <laughs> how do you avoid boredom? Oh yeah, how do you avoid boredom? Yeah, um, it, that's tough. Um, I, that, that honestly becomes uh, tough every once in a while um, for my clients and for myself. So just be constantly being able to switch things up and new exercises. And I'm constantly, like I said, again, social media is a crazy thing, but um, going online and, and seeing some other trainers that I trust and, and some people that I look up to in the industry um, and getting new ideas. And um, I'm, I'm a big advocate for going up in the gym and trying things out myself. And if I, I like it and I see it plays benefits for me, then I'm more than happy to move it to my clients. So just a ton of trial and error and, and a, and a, no fear of trying something new. Yeah. Yeah. So, so l- 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 let me ask you this. Walk us through you. Let's just say I'm, I'm your client right now We're we're right. at the gym or we're at the field or we're at wherever um, yeah. that you have me at. Walk us through what you start doing with a brand new client, because there are people out there listening right now and watching the show and they haven't worked out in years. Yeah. So, so walk us through what you start off doing with, a brand new client. Yeah, so I'm a big advocate for assessments. Um, I'm a, a personal trainer. I'm also a corrective exercise specialist as well as a performance enhancement specialist. So uh, we're big on assessments. So anything from movement, 
um, how how a client moves. I like to see how their joints move and in relation to their muscles. Um, I like to see mobility. I like to see cardiovascular endurance, see where that person's limit is. And that's typically what I find at first. Um, in a safe manner, I like to find that limit. Um, I, I work predominantly with race car drivers, so that limit is sometimes a little bit further out than the typical everyday person. Um, yeah. But I like to find their I like to find their mental limits because, as we know, in motorsports, your mental your your mental state is pushed very hard. Yeah. Um, so trying to find that mental limit and push them to it, and then let's try to push past it in a in a, in a safe way and in a productive way. So so you know you can turn on TV and Brian, you know, this, um, you can turn on TV these days. Yeah. And, and, and there's a million magical pills, <clears throat> supplements. What? <laughs> I mean, you know, Hunter, is there a, a special like dietary supplement that people can take that actually works? Well, that's kind of a tough question. I don't, I don't, tend to lean towards supplements um, unless they are needed. You know, you do have people with um, whose bodies don't produce the amount of iron uh, or magnesium that their bodies should uh, should use. So um, little things like that, I think, but half the time, you know, a multivitamin, something like that, but there's really not that, as much as I tell people, and I wish there was because I'd use it, there really isn't that <laughs> magic pill. Like, you know, at the end of the day, the magic pill is hard work and, and dedication to whatever you're trying to work on. So when a client is discouraged or, you know what I mean, they need a little extra motivation, what do you do to to help your clients get through that day or that hour or or, you know, what kind of motivation do you use on them? Do you use that whole reverse psychology? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it depends on the client, but and if uh, and if any of them are watching right now, they're going to learn what's going on. But, um, everybody has different triggers. Um, for some people, it's an emotional thing. For some people, it's a it's a personal event that's happened. So, uh, learning somebody's behavior and, and what changes their behavior is super important too. When you work with a client long enough, um, you learn those things and you become friends with those clients as well. So, you know, all my clients are literally some of my best friends too. Granted, we, you know, we work hard for a couple hours a day in the gym and, you know, I'm their drill sergeant, but at the same time, you know, there's nothing that says we can't, we're not going to go out to dinner afterwards. So, um, you know, finding everybody's drive is a lot different for the race car drivers. A lot of the times it's a little bit easier um, just because you know what their motivation is. It's like, hey, if you aren't in shape, this weekend's going to suck. Right. You know, it, it's you're going to be out of shape. Your, your mental edge isn't there and you're thinking about this and you're thinking about that. So one of the biggest things that I get with everybody, and this isn't just race car drivers. This is everybody that I train, whether it's, you know, a soccer mom, uh, you know, soccer mom working out on a Tuesday afternoon or, or dad coming in after work, anybody um, finding that motivation. Is it, you know, do you want to be able to play with your kids out in the yard in 20 years? You know, do yeah. you want to, do you want to be able to walk your daughter down the aisle? A little yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's finding every little bit of that motivation and not really using it 
you know, there's so many trainers out there that'll say, oh yeah, we can use that as a selling point. And I don't care about selling points. I, I, I don't care. You know, I don't do this for the money. I do this because I want to make a living. Don't get me wrong. But if I had to go get a real job right now, it would be very difficult. But, if, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just making people happy and being that person to be the slightest bit of help for somebody is, is huge. No, that's all. I had a uh, one thing that, you know, you could use when you get to your, you know, when you're flirting with the idea of an Ironman or whatnot, or even with your own clients, the simple trick that I use all the time is we have this uncanny ability to talk ourselves out of things and Mm -hmm. simply just turn it around and talk yourself into it. If I know that I got a hundred miles to go on a bike instead of saying, God, this stinks, I don't feel like riding me, you know, talk yourself into it and take little steps. You know, mm-hmm. make it the next five miles, make it the next 10 miles. I mean, that's the same essence as that. Uh, I read a, uh, a biography of a Navy SEAL, and that's how those that survive Hell Week, for example, don't look too far in the future. Take little steps no. and talk, talk yourself into those steps. Don't worry yourself out of them. Brian, you've, yeah. you've, you've told me that before. And, and now if I'm out for a run or even a walk, I'll start with just I'm, in my head. I'm like, I want to go three miles. Mm-hmm. Three miles turns into four miles. Four miles turns into five. Yes. And then next thing you know, I doubled what I even wanted to do in the very beginning because I set those small goals. It's, it was three. Yeah. Then just one. One, three and one is four. An- well, another one. Well, it allows, you, it, allows you to, it allows you to feel yeah. better about yourself. And Hunter would know this no matter who his clients are. Yeah. By, by proving to yourself you can do it. He can... You know, extrinsic motivation isn't really what you want to go with. Yeah. It's going to be a lot easier for Hunter when he races or for his clients if they want to do it from within. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when they can see that they can make these accomplishments or they can make these improvements, then it comes from the right place. You, you know, I want to know, Brian, and, and I want you to answer me truthfully, Hunter. Do you have clients <laughs> or have you had clients that – you know, you're like, hey, listen, man, you need to be here. And, and and they just they they call you or they text you and say, oh, dude, I can't today. I can't today. I can't today. And then next thing you know, it's two days, three days, four days that they haven't been training. They get inside the car. They haven't trained in a week. And then on Monday, they're calling you going, dude, how come you weren't tougher with me? <laughs> yeah, I, I 100% have, have had clients like that. Um, you know, you get the... T- you get the text at 7.15 in the morning, hey, man, 7.30 is not going to work. Okay, well, why? <laughs> you know, do you have a meeting? Do you have something you need to get to? Is somebody sick? Uh, no, I'm just tired. Uh, okay, I'll see you in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, and, uh, but that motivation, it, it goes right back to that, like, like Brian said, the intrinsic motivation. It's, uh, you know, that's huge. And I, I'm very, I was very lenient in when I started this business and um, I've learned to not be and uh, don't get me wrong. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not that drill sergeant trainer. Um, I know I look like it, but I'm really not, but like, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, just getting them, just getting them in. It's just like uh, anybody who goes to the gym. I always tell them, even if they're not working with a trainer, I always tell them, Hey, get in the parking lot. 
you know, get in your car and turn on your yeah. favorite songs on the way to the gym, you know, brighten up your day a little bit. And then once you're in the parking lot, you're not going to sit there. Well, I mean, some people might, but I would hope that the right-minded, <laughs> people, the right-minded people are not going to get into the parking lot and say, yeah, all right, I'm going home. You know, they're going to be there and be, oh, I'm already here. Even if you do 15 minutes on the treadmill, you, just, you did something and that's a positive. So, you know, if you can get in the parking lot, get in your car and get in the direction of where you got to go, you're, you're on the right track. Yeah. Well, a good uh, analogy, and I was going to ask you too, Hunter, is not speaking of your, your you know, your NASCAR drivers that, that you train mm-hmm. and whatnot, but just, you know, your mom and pop or whomever, sometimes, you know, fear plays a factor. And if they're in that drive, you know, in that parking lot, for example, sometimes the movie you make in your head is not reality. And sometimes in people's heads, right. they're going to walk in there and it's going to be a bunch of models. And then they... Yeah. Like they, us. They, yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> but so... What would you, what do you think your, what advice would you give to that person that this flat out is, you know, scared? They don't, you know, for whatever reason, they just don't feel that they belong in a fitness facility when they certainly should. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite things that I've heard in life uh, is that everybody is on a different timeline. All right. So um, not only just with fitness, just in life in general. I know a lot of 24-year-olds right now that I went to high school with or went to college with or whatever. Um, and don't get me wrong, are they out there probably making more money than me and, and all these fancy jobs, like whatever? Like, yeah, probably. But um, but like I said, everybody is on a different timeline. So, um, and the same applies to fitness. Um, you know, everybody needs to start somewhere. Um, some people get their start sooner than others and other people, their bodies see results sooner. Some people burn out faster. And so, you know what it is? It, I just thought everybody like get started and get, yeah. and, and worry about yourself. I know sometimes it can be tough seeing, you know, if you're in the gym, it's an intimidating environment for people, but you know, it's, you know, if you just get started, you're going to feel better about yourself that, you know, feeling good, you know, is everything. And you feel happy, you feel comfortable that you did something um, to better yourself and better your health. Uh, you know, just get started somewhere. That's all I can recommend. Well, I can't take, you know, I, I, I can't take the teacher out of me. And, and since I know you're 24 years old, but um, I got one for your clients and, and you can keep this too. So we're going to quote Teddy Roosevelt. All right. Take this right, with perfect. you. You ready? Teddy yeah. Roosevelt. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. So keep that in mind with any client or anyone you work with, because you don't need, you're not running a race against anyone but yourself. That's right. You exactly. I mean? yeah. So but sometimes it's easier said than done. That's right. No, 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 absolutely. But so, so let me let me ask you this: What's it like for you to be able to t- take a client, and 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 when when they came to you, they could only do like let's just say, and I'm hypothetically ten push-ups, not even a pull-up. They couldn't even run a half mile. Yeah. But then after a month or two, they they are doing a hundred push-ups. They're doing fifty pull-ups. They're running a couple miles with you. What's it like yeah. for you as a personal trainer to see somebody uh, come along the way that you see it in your head? Because sometimes we see the beauty in people mm-hmm. and we see mm-hmm. what they can't see, right? Yeah. Because that that that's what makes us motivational trainers and our trainers and motivational speakers. Because mm-hmm. we see the good in somebody that they don't see in themselves. Absolutely. So right. what's it like for you to be able to take somebody to that point I mean, that, that gratification must be amazing. Yeah. It, that's, that's one of my favorite things. I, I, you know, I work in racing and I've won, I've 
I've won a good handful of races in my driving career, and I've had some of my NASCAR driver clients win races. Uh, but the coolest thing is seeing their their physical improvements and exactly what we're working on, or even in our, our driver clients are, you know, their mental improvement and their mental state it, it gets better and their reaction time and everything. All that little stuff is literally trophies that I have on my imaginary trophy shelf in this room. So <laughs> that's, um, awesome. it, 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 that's exactly what it is. And you know, when I was a trainer at Planet Fitness, I had the exact same concept. You know, I had, I remember, and I'll never forget this lady. Um, she came in and she had just had a double knee replacement. And uh, her insurance had run out for her uh, for her physical therapy, um, so she came in to Planet. It was you know free personal training, so or free group training. So she would come in on off hours, so that it was just me and her. And uh, and we got her. She loved doing Zumba. Like that was her favorite thing was was doing Zumba. But um, now don't get me wrong, I did not teach her. Zumba. So that's just not going to happen. But, um, you know, she couldn't step laterally with, with her double knee replacement. So over the course of, you know, I think it was somewhere between three and five months, I worked with her two or three days a week. And, you know, finally one day she came back to me and she's like, hey, I went to Zumba class last night. I was like, that's the coolest thing in the world. Like, you know, we got her able to step laterally and, and lift her legs up and knee, bend her knees. And so that was just cool. And I was like, that's better than any bonus or anything that I could get from from working here. And, and that, that stuff is so, so gratifying. So let me ask you this. What is, I mean, because you know how much we travel and stuff like that. What's three key exercises that you could tell us, like mm. a secret? Because I know that there's three that, that mm. either you, you can tell all of us or you tell your clients that, hey, listen, even if you can't get to the gym, you can't get here and you can't be with me. I want you to do these mm. three things. Three things. Ugh, if three I had to narrow down. Yeah, three exercises. Uh, if I had to narrow it down real fast, and I'm just picturing kind of a morning warm up routine, um, push ups. Push ups kind of incorporate the entire upper body, um, your core, your shoulder st- uh, stabiliz- stabilizers, uh, your chest, and your triceps are working and, and gets joint movement in your elbows. Um, so I love push ups. Um, I would say planks. Planks get your core temperature up and also work that core muscle, which is important just for everyday life, which is the core is way more important. It literally holds our bodies up. Um, So planks, and then I'm going to incorporate lower body and that's just squats. And you can even modify that to be, you know, you wake up in the morning and hold a deep squat as deep as you can and and stretch your lower back and and your your, uh, lumbar spine, all that kind of stuff. So um, if I had to pick big three pushups, planks, squats would be my Okay. Well, Hunter, I, I was going to add on uh, to that one for you. When You're going to call me when you're ready to race, right? Whether it's 10 yeah. years, you're going to Okay. Well, I'm going to add, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add this uh, to I can. I've survived all these races, uh, not because I can do, you know, bench presses or squats or, or whatnot. You know, the, the way I yeah. survive these races, and you can laugh at me if you want, is yoga. I, yoga, I'm not gonna laugh at that oh at all. my! It is the <laughs> yoga is the most intense, difficult workout mm-hmm. I've ever done. But God, it feels good when I'm done. Hot yoga or just regular yoga? It's always hot, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, Hunter, just real quick, is is yoga something that you do with your you know clients, or do you tell them to go to yoga, yoga classes? Yeah, absolutely. We uh, in a perfect world, we incorporate yoga once a week. 
um, okay. or, or some type of yoga movements. Um, but you know, there's, um, I have done hot yoga with them before. Um, that's one thing we've done. And I'll tell you what, that was probably the funniest thing that I've ever witnessed because <laughs> you know, you have four or five big burly race car drivers that's... and the, it, yeah. Oh my God. It was just, you can picture it. It's hilarious. But well, Hunter, you uh, haven't seen me in the crow yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's, well, that's probably an image for another time. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, Hunter, listen, man, we're up on 25 minutes. And uh, do you yeah. have time to hang out with us for another episode? Heck yeah. I'm not going right. anywhere else. I'm right here. We are going to go to commercial break. And I want everybody to know I'm with Brian Dalton. We are with Hunter Smith. And we are going to talk some more uh, uh, training and what you can do to lose a couple pounds during, during this whole COVID thing. Again, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy. Don't forget to check out my brand new website at MotivationalCowboy.com. And there you can find all my social media. So make sure you follow me on social media so you can know what's going on in my life and what episodes I'm doing, who I'm going to be having. And if you have a guest or maybe you want to be a guest on my show, make sure you let me know. Again, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy, telling you, be safe, have fun, and have yourselves an outstanding day. We'll see you.